Good morning, everyone. Today is Daily Practice Success Podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Alcade. Today, we're going to be talking about how to run a successful coaching business. Um, my guest, she started her business at age seven, Jocelyn Kopak. And from then on, she knew that running a growing business would be a huge part of her future. Um, I remember back then I started my own business and it was at age seven, uh, seven as well. It was um, selling marbles to my my friends because I would play them for their marbles and then I would sell them back to them after I beat them. And I did a lot of practice um, the, um, playing marbles so that I could take their marbles and sell it back. That, so that's my first business. And today, um, my but my guest today, she's a successful business owner and she, Jocelyn, is a serial entrepreneur who helped business leaders become confident in their growth plans, make sales, build audience through unfiltered honesty, positivity, and doable strategy. Uh, she takes pride in helping business leaders and have helped more than a hundred businesses. I mean, she's very successful in her career. So, I mean, I cannot wait to introduce her. And so let's bring her in and so we could meet her and see what successful business look like because, hey, man, we we all need help in some way or form. So today we're, we're going to go dive, dive, dive deeper into it. So we're going to ask her a lot of questions on how to run those successful coaching business. So bring her in and we'll get to meet her. Hi, Jocelyn. Hello, hello. Hi. Good morning. Good. Good morning. Um, I hopefully I introduce you um, enough. Um, is there anything that I miss? Um, not really. No. Uh, I'm I'm thankful for being on the show. My name is Jocelyn Kopak. I'm a serial entrepreneur, business strategist, and DEI educator. So. You didn't miss a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I try these things and I've, I've been still doing it. I'm practicing it and and I'll, hopefully I'm getting better at it. But I love my guests coming onto the show because I, we and my audience get to learn a lot more. And especially um, you know, running a business, making a profit. Those are the things yeah. that we wanted to learn. Um, but first, um, start, out, start, out, start with how did you get started with your business coaching? Yeah. So um, like you said, I started my first business when I was seven. That was selling chicken eggs. Um, <laughs> I lived on a <laughs> farm. So um, I, I wouldn't call that, you know, like the scalable business that it could have been. Right. Um, and then uh, in college, I started a second business. And that's what I call my my adult business, my first adult business. Um, and so that business lasted for about four years. Um, and after that, I actually took a step back and I looked at it and it wasn't going to allow me to do the things I wanted to do. It was more of a lifestyle brand than a um, scalable brand, which is totally fine. Um, but I definitely wanted more out of my business. And so that's where, um, that's where it came in. So I um, ended up uh, 
because of that business, people were actually hiring me to be a consultant on theirs, right? Because my my business um, went, that I created in college um, did really well. We It was a music company and it was 70 musicians in seven states and we were doing really well. And, um, and so people were like, what is this kid doing <laughs> to make her business grow so fast? And so they were hiring me out as a consultant and that's kind of how I got into the helping other businesses gig. Um, but after after a while, I got a little irritated. I was like, you know, I, I'm tired of building other people's businesses. Like, I don't I don't want to be your build a, business builder. I'm here to be your consultant, right? Uh, and so that's how I got into marketing um, and content and and really building a business strictly online and building a, an audience for a business online. Um, and that's where my marketing agency came out of. And then, of course, I always kept my coaching going um, on the side as a second business, just because we, I would always run into someone where I was like, yeah, girlfriend, you need help. <laughs> so, um, so that's kind of the journey that I've, I've, I've been on, um, over the last decade. Um, and, and where I'm at now. Wow. That's fascinating. Um, no, it started with a coaching business and then it just, um, no domino effect and then started a new one. Yeah. Did you, how many businesses did you start before you started with your coaching business? Um, my coaching business is actually my oldest business. So I had only, um, my egg business and my music business were the only ones before that. Um, so that that's one of my oldest businesses. But I, over the years, have had probably close to seven businesses. Um, and right now I'm only on, I've only got three that I run. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I started actually a lot and then all of them like not so good, good. And then now it's like, OK, yeah. it's getting better, getting more clarity. So like if I were to like see someone who's has coaching business, I will definitely go with someone who has been there a long time. But um, this is my next question for you. Well, what is success yeah. to you when it comes to your career? What does that look like? Yeah, so um, I base everything off of my large, grand vision or goal. Mm -hmm. um, and so as long as we're getting closer to that, we're taking steps um, to hit that, um, th that's considered a success for me. Um, each business um, I have, the digital market, which is a marketing agency, Jocelyn J. Kopak, which is uh, business coaching and, and business readiness, uh, and sit in your bias, which is DEI education. DEI stands for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, each one has its own vision um, and its own reason it exists. So we kind of weigh that um, against what what is actually happening, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's, that's how I... I work my goals is, is I, is a, am I making a step or a process toward my vision? Not just, am I making money? Um, and so each one has its own thing and each one's working towards a goal to help the overarching, if that makes sense. So that's kind of how I define my success. Um, mm -hmm. It's not necessarily a monetary number. It's not necessarily anything else. It's, it's legitimately, are we, are we getting closer to that, that end giant goal? <laughs> Okay. Um, what is that like? One of them, let's say the let's say your coaching business, right? And what is that goal yep. at the end goal that you? Because it, it it for me, 
uh, just like my mentor always taught me, it's like I only wanted mm -hmm. a few things, like admiration for someone. Someone actually wants to say thank yeah. you because you actually helped them. So mm -hmm. that that is something that it's hard to get. I know it's gonna take a while, but for you, what is that look? Um, what is that like the end goal? Yeah, my my big giant end goal is I would like to have an investment firm that invests in small uh, women minority owned businesses mm -hmm. um specifically and only um and then also have co-working spaces across the country for said businesses um because wow. i know i know there's a there's there's a few co-working spaces or incubators um that function out of a singular city and if you want to be part of that then you have to go and live in that city for mm -hmm. a number of months which can be a really big hardship um especially if you are part of a minority or you're the first one in your family to start a business etc uh and so that's that's my big overarching goal slash vision uh and so each business kind of has a has a role to play in those business in that in that goal for example my marketing company um the goal is to have an amazing team that can that can just work on all of the businesses um and and they're they're paid for basically right the marketing right. firm pays for them. um my coaching side jocelyn j kopak uh we actually just launched a new program and so uh my goal with that is to start helping business owners um get rid of the overwhelm and learn how to set up their business and themselves for success by hiring a team mm -hmm. um and so that is going to be the goal there is to reach more businesses and have a larger audience a larger following which will help towards uh, my overarching goal so each one kind of has a its own its own part to play if that makes sense Hmm, okay. All right. So I love the end goal and especially just helping other businesses. And that's for sure. That's pretty much why we started businesses is just to help. And in return, we help, um, we help ourselves. So it's just, it's exactly. It's, yeah. So it's just big in the heart. And, um, one, okay. She's saying, say hi to you. And oh, <laughs> thank hi. you for that, Jen. <laughs> hi, All right, Jen. So, <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Um, so like you have your coach, um, your coaching business and your, di mm -hmm. let's start with your digital marketing business, right? How are you yep. practicing, um, you know, success on, on a daily basis that would move you towards the, that end goal? So let's be practical. So we're doing daily thing now. Is it, um, you know, managing the team better, making sure they know what they're doing on a daily basis or they have their own tasks? Yeah, so um, I run my team very differently than a lot of other business owners um, run their teams. Uh, my team is incredibly independent. Um, really, we're very fast moving. Um, mm -hmm. And we each of us have our thing and we're expected to get that thing done and we kind of move on. So a lot of like the team chat is, is stuff that I did as a CEO. You know that everybody needs to know about or you know just silly things like memes and gifts <laughs> um so that um that's kind of how i run my team so i for success wise when it comes to my team i i'm looking for a few things we have we have a, some company values that we all have to live up to um but the mm. main thing is that they are whatever their goal is in in life right whether they want to work for me for forever or they want to start their own or whatever every 
everything they do um, is a step towards that goal. Uh, meaning you're doing the personal development to make yourself better to, you know, gain that information, um, you know, so you can become more of an expert, let's say. Um, that is one of the daily things we work on. Um, everything else, um, I in my my program, um, I the business readiness program. I actually teach a, a three step method. It's called the AEO method, um, and we use it internally. And it's called uh, it's for automating, eliminating, um, or outsourcing. And so um, we are constantly looking for better ways to be doing a, a certain process or. Um, a job or things like that. And so um, we, we are constantly working on the AEO method in, mm. internally um, just to make things easier on us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. So man, I don't have those system and process. No wonder they come to you <laughs> for those things. Um, we don't, I, yeah. we don't have it, especially when you're new and those things are hard to yeah. do. Okay. They are. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I know it took a while. They are. Yeah, yeah, no, for me, it took, it took me, um, I, I have a very much of a systems brain. So there's that. Um, but it took me quite a while to really know. Um, and that's why, that's why I, I, I worked on this AEO method. Um, because that's, that's, that makes it easier for me, someone that always wants to be helping and wants to keep everybody and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, to look at, to look at what we're doing on a daily basis, even the stupid little stuff like checking emails. Right. Um, and, and making sure that we're doing it in the best way possible for the business so that we can hit our goals faster. Um, which is a, is a big shift, right. Um, cause a lot of people set up processes, they have to work less, which yes, totally. Um, but sometimes processes, um, you know, can eliminate jobs and that's fine. But then what are you going to do now that you have that extra 40 hours, you know? <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Ah, all right. So you, you have your coaching business, right. And digital marketing business. Correct. And, you know, for someone um, like you have those two and you also have a, fa a family to take care of, but you also have a team to take care of. How are you balancing life and business life? Yeah. So actually, I don't have a family to take care of unless you count my six chickens, two cats and a dog. <laughs> six um, chickens? That's nice. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I have never given up on the chickens. I ended up getting some more last last summer. So they've been with me for like a year and a half. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, honestly, um, the best way I can, I can say to balance things, I read this not, not too long ago and I was like, Oh, this is amazing. Um, is you have to realize that some of the balls that you're juggling are plastic and some of them are glass. Right. And when um, you drop a plastic ball, it'll bounce and then you got to do a little scrambling to pick it up. But it, you know, really no harm, no foul. Right. When you drop mm -hmm. a glass ball, it's going to shatter um, and that's going to, you know, have lasting effects. And so you kind of have to look at your life and go, OK, which one is this a glass ball or a plastic ball? Right. So is the client email at 11 p.m. a glass ball or a plastic ball? It's going to be plastic. Right. Like you can you cannot answer it at 11 p.m. You can wait till normal business hours and it, it'll still be there. Right. Um, when your kid says, hey, I had a, you know, a nightmare. <laughs> um, that's not a that's not a plastic ball. Like you got to take care of that right then. Um, and so. Um, that's, that was something that, I mean, I, 
I read, I don't even know who, I, I have no clue who even said it, but um, it really helped um, me as a woman uh, take a look at what we're doing and going, okay, yeah, that's just a plastic ball. No, no big deal. Um, and um, so that's, that's how that, that works. Um, but when it comes to juggling personal and professional, I mean, I really love my business. My business is a game. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, so overall, um, I spend a lot of time on my businesses um, because that's that's what I enjoy. That that's that's my thing. <laughs> wow, I love that mindset. My business is a game. It's it's very true. It's mm -hmm. like a bunch of trials and yeah. errors, and you're just gonna move forward no matter what. There's gonna be a lot of rejection. Uh, it's just like. Mm -hmm. Um, I see it as like Mario where sometimes you you die and then go back to the beginning. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like, okay, it's okay. Well, and that's exactly it. Like if your business is not fun, if you are not in like super love with it, um, if mm -hmm. you couldn't talk about it for two, three hours, like nonstop, irritate everybody around you, um, you really should take a look at if you're truly aligned with what you're doing or if you're doing it just for the money um and if you're doing it just for the money that's totally fine but you have to be mm -hmm. honest with yourself about that right like um just because you're doing something for the money doesn't mean you have to be in love with it you know um and and i think a lot a lot of people have a hard time with that because they think that they should have been in complete love with their job and i i think that when you start a business, yes, you should be in complete love with it. But as you start going, there's going to be tasks that you absolutely hate. Um, and, and that's where you start implementing the AEO method. Like, do I automate this? Do I just get rid of it all together? Or do I find something to start, start taking it off my, my plate? Mm, that's amazing. I, I like, I like those three things. And I think it goes with all the coach uh, with all the businesses, just those three things would eliminate mm -hmm. a lot of things. Um, so like bring us back, we're barely starting. Uh, just like me, I wanted yeah. to start a consulting business. If you were to start all over again, how would you start and how would you do it? Mm -hmm. um, if I were to start all over again, you know, people like, ask me this question. Yes. I'm like, oh geez, uh, I like really like what I do. Like I'd be really sad about it. <laughs> um, but, um, the first thing I would do, um, that, I mean, I've learned after a very long time, um, and, and it's taken, and I can honestly say it's taken years. I've, I've just come into it this summer. Um, and it took, it took a really bad divorce to, to actually bring it to me. So, um, blessing, you know, silver lining, blessing in disguise, I guess, whatever you could, you could call it. But, um, I truly believe that everyone embodies both feminine and masculine energy, right? And it's a, just a matter of how much of each you you take, right? Um, and so um, as a woman, um, you know, you, you embody some more feminine energy, like collaboration versus competition, right? Um, masculine mm -hmm. is competition. Feminine is is collaboration. And, and um, over the summer, we really actually no, I shouldn't even say over the summer the month or two before we got locked down for Corona. So February, March, April-ish area. Um, I did a lot of work on where I actually want to sit on that, you know, sliding scale of energy. Um, and I completely upheavaled uh, the, the marketing, the marketing uh, business specifically. Um, and so if I were to go back to the beginning, um, that would be one of the things I work on first. Um, and I think it would help me out a lot. I think I would be in a completely different place. I think the marketing, marketing agency would be a million dollar business, not a 
quarter million dollar business um, at this point. Um, and that's because I had to sit and, and really truly align um, what I was feeling inside with what actually we were putting out. Um, one of the biggest things that I, I learned as I, as I came online, right, I've had a business for a little bit over a decade now. Um, mm -hmm. So the online space, Facebook groups, all of that really wasn't a thing, right, when I was starting out. Okay, so um, I had to quote unquote come online, um, and when I came online, I was looking at all these big coaches and things like that, and they were all saying high ticket, high ticket, you know, charge your worth, whatever. Um, and I listened, I listened to that, and that was not in alignment with how I wanted to serve people and how I wanted people to feel when they worked with me. Um, you know, making a couple thousand dollars a month off of a client is great, right? You feel like, oh man, I just, you know, my invoice got paid, you know, I'm, I'm rich. Um, but then the relationship you have with that client changes, right? Um, because they're giving you thousands of dollars, not hundreds of dollars. Um, and, and I was looking for a little bit more of a relationship, which, which I had to then realign. Um, and I think that would be one of the first things I tell myself is to like, stop, wait, look, um, how do you actually want these relationships to go? Um, mm. and then, go, you know, go according to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So relationship, right. And you, you're saying you want the clients, you're like, okay, step back. I know I could offer something. Um, However, who is this client first? And you'll be, uh, you be like, and then how kind of relationship I want with this client? Because you don't want, there's going to, you probably had a bunch of headache from past clients or past business, uh, business owners that you mm -hmm. help and they gave you headache. Is that something that you're trying to avoid at the beginning right away? Um, no. Uh, so I am a firm believer that you, before you officially take on your first client, you should know what sector and like industry and, and, and thing you're looking for, right? So like, if you have tech expertise, you're not going to go take a coach, right? Like that's you, at that point, you're, you know, you're, you're trying to work in the tech industry. That's very, very different, right? Um, and so um, I personally, I would get clear on the industry and the price point that you think you want to be charging um, and, and, and how much time and you want to spend each on each client, right? Um, once you're clear about that, start taking clients, right? Obviously, if you're getting a weird vibe from them, said, say no, but I, I like to start taking clients. In worst case, you have to say, hey, this isn't working out, and you have to give them a refund, or you just don't renew your contract, right? Um, and that way you can start seeing that, hey, this client I liked because of this. This is a non-tangible thing, maybe. Um, I liked them because they gave me grace when I had to sneeze during my seasonal allergies on a Zoom call, right? Like, you know what I mean? Just like s really small things of how you like that relationship. Um, you know, I don't like this client because they would end their emails with, please read thoroughly, right? Like, you know, like, I don't like that feeling, right? Because um, of course, I'm going to read your email thoroughly. You're one of my clients. I want to make sure I'm doing the best for you, right? Um, and so you can kind of weigh out what you like and what you don't like. And then you can start assigning those characteristics to clients before you even onboard them, right? Like I can see that this client's going to be an issue. And so hence, and therefore, I'm not going to onboard them. And as you get further in your business, you have the cash flow, you have the money coming in where you can say, hey, you know, I, I don't think you're going to be the best fit for us, but, you know, because of, you know, us growing and I've networked and things like that, I think you should go to this business. Um, 
And that that's a sign of business maturity, right? Where you're able to say, I am not the person for you. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to get you the results that you're looking for. Um, and But that comes with time and experience, right? And, and so the only way you can get experience is starting with like a very baseline of this is who I know I want to be working with. And that may, that baseline may completely change. I mean, I've switched from service-based businesses to product-based businesses back to service-based businesses. Um, and so that, you know, and that's totally fine uh, if that changes on you. But understanding that that baseline is there and then starting to assign characteristics that you want out of the people you're working with. Um, and that, that, that to me has, I mean, helped me immensely. Cause I know when I first started, I was just taking everybody, which is, which is fine. Um, but I, I didn't assign, um, like I want to be working in this industry because this industry matters to me. Right. I, I didn't mm-hmm. assign that. Um, and, and it, and it created a lot more, headache because I had to learn a lot more in order to perform well for a client. Um, and I mean, at this point in my life, I'm like, eh, probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to. Um, so now, you know, we work with a very specific kind of business. Um, and not saying that it's necessarily, um, you know, it's not saying that I have to work with all coaches, but I work with businesses that want to build their audience online. Um, for example, on the marketing side, I work with businesses um, for my business readiness program that want to make more money, work less, delete the overwhelm, um, and do that by being an, an amazing team leader and building a team around them for support, right? So I, when, when you talk about target client, right, I don't do it in the sense of like, what music do they listen to? Things like that. Like, I think that's important to think (laughs) about when you're just starting, but as you, as you get going, you're going to be like, Oh yeah, that's not, that's not my thing. Like, (laughs) you know, like that, that doesn't matter at all. Like, I don't care if they listen to ACDC or Beethoven, like, (laughs) you know, um, it, it, that, you know, that, that doesn't affect how our relationship is going to run. Um, and that's, I think, one of the biggest things that that I feel like business owners get wrong um, when they're first starting is, is that like target client type thing um, or client archetype or however you want to say it, because they end up with stuff that that doesn't matter um, and then causes them a headache later, mm. you know? You touch on a lot of points when you were speaking and I Sorry. was like, oh my good, No, no, it's, it's really good. I love this. And, and I was like, okay, okay. I was like, okay, we're just a lot of points here, right? Especially when just starting out. Um, one of the points that I got from you is okay, now you're very picky because of your time and you don't want to deal with bad clients. But however, um as a as a new entrepreneur, we're gonna be dealing with that and we should be okay with it, the dealing um we're going to experience it. There's no avoiding it with dealing with um, bad clients, you know, read my email truly. I mean, like that's, so you, you, we're going to deal with that. And I think that's what um, most entrepreneurs um, or um, people, uh, the new guys that are just starting out stops them. Like, I don't want to deal with like, you know, people, clients that are hard. Um, I just want them to, just like you said, they you have a choice, and you know they you could either take this client and then you be like refund this client is because hey it doesn't work out. That's still a choice mm-hmm. on it. But at the end of the day, um, I just want to empower um, 
just like you said, it just gets start, it gets started, and then you know, and just do it because yeah, that's one of the biggest things I see people holding back about is they they just don't start right, and it may it may look like you're I mean okay I really I probably should do a live video on this it's <laughs> gonna be super embarrassing but um I <laughs> um not too long ago I found my original logo for my coaching um my coaching business and like PowerPoint slides I had made and like a pricing sheet and things and let me just tell you it was embarrassing as hell like <laughs> I was like oh, what was I doing like no um, and, and, and it's because I just went out there and I started, right. I was like, eh, whatever, well, I'll, I'll figure it out as I go. Right. And that's, that's exactly what happened. Um, mm -hmm. because to me, business is a game. Like I want, I want my business to be fun. I want my business to align with where I'm at my life. Right. Some weeks I can work 40, 80, 120 hours, right. Some weeks I can't. Right. So, um, you know, I wanted that flexibility and so that's what I did. And, um, and so that was something that I, 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 <laughs> I stress with people when I, when I hear somebody like, Oh, I don't have my website up yet or something like that. Um, I'm like, well, that's, that's fine. Why do you need a website in order to talk to somebody on a sales call? Like I'm, I'm really confused about that. And people get super angry because um, especially in the online space, it's like, Oh, you have to, you know, have a funnel and things like that. I'm like, no, like I've made thousands of dollars by literally just talking to people. <laughs> like I, I, I can honestly say that. Like, not sending them to a sales page, nothing like having a call, writing an email, sending them the email, turning, they say yes, turning that email into a contract, invoicing them and starting work. Like no website, no sales page, no nothing involved, right? Um, and so you have to be okay with doing that. Mm, okay, see? Um, yeah, and you have to be okay with doing that because sometimes you pivot, like let's say you're pivoting your business, like let's say... Um, for example, we do content on the mar in, in our marketing firm. That's our that's our main you know our main thing is, is online content, blogs, social media, etc. Um, and let's say we are going to pivot tomorrow for ads. We're like, you know what? Never mind on this whole content stuff. We're going to go run Facebook ads right, right away. <laughs> Which fine, right? Totally right on. Right. What we would probably do is start by emailing the clients we currently have and saying, hey, we are going to start running Facebook ads for I don't know five hundred dollars a month plus ad spend. Right. Um, I don't even know if that would be a number I'd use, but. <laughs> right and does anyone want any right like that like no sales page nothing like <laughs> you know because then that kind of can help you pivot a little bit quicker and you can test it out on maybe one or two clients and see if you actually like what you say you're gonna like um because i find that a lot of people are like oh i want to be a va and then they get into it and they're like i'm just a glorified admin and like they tell me what to do and i'm like yeah that's exactly what a va does like <laughs> like they're like i need this this and this done go get it done um, you know, and then they find out they don't like that. They actually like, you know, specifically making pin Pinterest graphics, right? Like that's, that's what they want to do. And so you can kind of, you can pivot very quickly then, um, versus if you have a whole website, a whole big giant website, pivoting takes a long time because somebody's going to go on their, on your website and be like, but it's not listed. And you're going to be like, mm. yeah, because well, <laughs> you know, um, so anyway, that's that that would be for for people just starting out is actually start out think about what your client's going to need. Maybe you just make a quick, you know, PDF in Canva. You can also turn a PDF in Canva into a website because Canva does that kind of thing. Um and it, that could be your website. You know what I mean? Like you don't need 
you don't need a lot in order to make your first couple thousand dollars, right? Once you once you feel secure in what you're doing and you're like, oh man, yeah, this is definitely, this is definitely where I want it to be. Like this is this is my this is my shit. Um, that's when you start investing in, you know, funnels or just a website or you know, whatever you're gonna need for that for for whatever you're doing. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's that's like the, the the best advice I've heard. And because it's you have to make money right away, like before mm -hmm. starting on a bunch of tools and there's no mm -hmm. cost on reaching out to people, which is those are all facts. And you could just, you know, yeah. call, and you could just book a call, get them call you and provide a ton of value. And oh man, this, that's why it's fascinating to me on how to do these things. And especially I'm just starting out. I'm all excited yeah. on how to do it. And, but you know, and I'm all going to do it. I'm all for it. So Thank you for all of that. And I think I'm going to take no it problem. with me. Like, like I don't need a website. I don't need anything else. I could reach to people. Like if my, uh, my target audience would be the, uh, uh, a coach mm -hmm. and how to um, help her, how to market herself. And yeah, mm -hmm. I could just, you know, the, the, in their profile, they see their, uh, I'm a coach. I mean, how, yeah. how simple would that be? And just reach out and say hi or something like that and have a relationship and have a conversation. Those are so simple that we can do, but yet most people don't do them because something's stopping them. Something, you know. Well, something and or they do them in a very canned way. Like, hi, join my Facebook group. And you're like, I'm not even going to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's right? so like, many of that. Like, uh, I don't need to, right? But, like, I mean, my favorite thing is... um that I found if you're like, I don't know what to say, right? Go stalk their Facebook, your friends. Like, let's assume, let, let's assume your friends on Facebook, right? Go stalk their Facebook profile. If they are a business owner, I guarantee you that they've made a post in the last week about their business. Guaranteed. Ooh, if, very not, nice. if not, then maybe that's not the business owner you want to be working with, right? Um, <laughs> um, or maybe they only post business stuff on their business page. So then go to their business page, check that out, see what, see when their last post is, right? Um, read that post, click on the link, do a little research on them, maybe comment on that post, right? Because comments send notifications, notifications have your name attached. Um, yep. and then shoot them a message. Be like, hey, I read this post and I think it's awesome. Um, you know, I provide marketing services um, and I noticed that you only post twice a week. You know, would you be interested in help with post? Like, you know what I mean? Like whatever you sell. Um, but show, then you're showing that one, you've actually taken a look at their accounts. Two, you have an expertise in that area. Um, and three, you're willing to just have a conversation, right? Like, is that something you're even looking for? Maybe they only post two or three times a week, like yours truly, because they don't have any time, right? Or they just really don't, they, they want to make sure when they post, it's completely valuable information on this fluffy fluff stuff, right? So maybe that's what they're doing and, and they don't need any help, right? And that's the worst case. Um, but if you come from a place of like actual alignment with that client, like I've looked at you and I really do actually like what you put out. I like what you sell. Um, I think it'd be really fun to work with you. That's a, that's a lot different than, Hey, I saw you have a business page. Do you have content on it? Like, of course they have content on it. They have a business page. Like, why are you asking a stupid question? Like, you know, and that, that's exactly, I mean, as a business owner, I get messages on a daily, I mean, a daily basis about it. And the people that end up, you know, getting a referral or, or possibly a job with me are the people that actually took the time to, to look. Um, yep. huge, huge, 
bonus on their part. Um, Cause I'm like, you know what? They cared before they even technically had to care. I wasn't paying them anything. Right. Like, <laughs> like, you know, so that, that, that comes through. And as long as you do it in a way that's not spammy, you know, like you go through and you like all 18 posts that they've made this month. And then, you know, like that, that's too much. Now at that point, you're just, you're just trying to get attention. You're not trying to actually <clears throat> help them. Um, that, you know, that's another way to, to really piss people off is to spam them and then, then they're, you're never going to get a job with them. Um, I don't know a single person that's gotten, uh, gotten spammed and been like, you know what? I'm going to work with that company. Never, not once, <laughs> never. Um, but if you're a little more aligned with what you're doing, if you're, you know, being legitimate, that's a little different. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, um, the end goal is to actually help and you yes. by you commenting and then you know and following mm -hmm. her and just you know pay attention to what she's doing and also because that those are those helps like one of yeah. um i hired someone based on this and this is what she said when i was trying to hire somebody um mm -hmm. and hire somebody to um help with my podcast this is what she said um, yeah. She said, "Oh, I I read your po I read your your requirements. I I would mm -hmm. like to. I have a couple of questions. I would like to hear your podcast as well." And I was like, "Whoa, she actually wants to hear my podcast, and she's not even getting yeah. paid for this." And I was like, "And she's a new freelancer." And I was like, "And she doesn't even have um. She got two reviews." I was like, "And she's not the lowest point, but she actually cares." And I was like, "Yep, that's mm -hmm. it." She's the one, and <laughs> you actually hired well, that's exactly her. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, like, you hire a team, you want them to be aligned. They, you want them to be aligned with the goals that you see for the company, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't want somebody that's like, eh, I mean, it's whatever. They're paying me twenty dollars an hour or whatever. You're paying them, and like, cool. Like, they're you You're know, right. they're they're the twenty dollar an hour guy. Like, no, you want somebody that's like, you know what? This is what he wants to do with it, and this is why I'm I'm helping him, right? I'm, helping him towards that goal mm -hmm, and you want somebody mm -hmm. that likes that mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. I mean, no, it, there's no no one in this world now now would would not like that i mean it's just it's amazing to to know that your staff cares about you mm -hmm. and your business and you know before before even the relationship started that the person cares exactly yeah so like even though mm -hmm. she's not getting paid or he's not getting paid um she does little things it, it doesn't have to be big things you could just comment you could send a message hey you could um you know just give them an opinion but not sell them because one way or another if you build that relationship you will be actually selling them and man, yep. i could talk to you about all of this for like forever and but <laughs> i have one one last question for you and this is for business owners and this is for people who's barely starting out and they, it falls to this category there's um i saw on your website there's processes profit and people so like mm -hmm. what is what are those mean and um where do most entrepreneurs fall into when it comes to you know like making a mistake or they fall into like, Oh, I need to help on this, um, on this area, things like that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So as you build your business, you've got two sta stages, right? Um, you've got the sustainability stage and mm -hmm. then you've got the scaling stage, right? So scaling means you're rapidly adding um, more team members, more clients, more income, revenue, whatever um, to your business, right? And then the sustainability phase is where you stop and you look at everything and make sure everything's running as smoothly as humanly possible right it's as efficient as possible um people are happy everybody's kosher like you know that kind of thing um and so when you hit that sustainability phase by the way you should not be in scale phase for more than six months if you are um you you're forgetting about something very important one of the three p's <laughs> you are forgetting about it and it's going to come bite you in the ass um but when you when you stop and, and, and sustainability phase doesn't have to be very long it can be a month or two just for you to like kind of catch your breath and not saying that you're not growing and adding clients it's just um you're focusing on different things, right? Um, and the things you're focusing on is people, processes, and profit, right? Mm -hmm. um, and why it's broken down into those three people because that's your support team, right? That's your support network. That's how your business is going to keep going. Um, that's how you can make sure clients to have whatever you use your team for, right? And if those people aren't educated, if those people aren't happy, if you are way over, um, way over loading them, like there's too much stuff to do, um, then... <laughs> He he wants to be part of the podcast. Um, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Right. No, I like it. It's funny. I'm surprised you haven't <laughs> heard my cats or my dog. Like uh, my cats <laughs> have been going crazy all morning. So, um, but anyway, back to people. That's that's where people come in, right? It's very very important that you you know that you have enough in order to fulfill to the level you need it to be fulfilled at, and then at the same time. Um, you know, they're happy. So they stay. So then when you're in a scale phase, you don't all of a sudden have somebody quit and you're like, oh crap, like what am I going to do now? Right. So that's people. Um, processes are exactly what it sounds like. How am I going to get done what I need to get done in the time that I have? Right. Um, and that's where the AEO method really comes in is, you know, do I automate this? Do I eliminate it completely? Like, am I just, am I making more work for myself? Um, and, and honestly, I mean, I sit in my processes on a, on a daily, almost daily basis. Right. Um, and so that's, you know, I look at people probably on a weekly basis, but my processes on a daily basis, because my job as a CEO, right, is to make sure that those things are running smoothly. Um, and everybody's happy. Um, and at this point, because I have a team, I'm able to sit in both of those very, very squarely. Um, and that's my job is to focus on those. Um, the last one is profit. That's margins. That's making sure you're paying a livable wage. That's making sure you're hitting your goals. What are your goals? Um, like sales goals, um, that kind of stuff. That's where profit comes in. Um, and it's really important that you actually sit down and look at that. And especially in relation to pro people and processes, because usually when you're in a scale phase, you're trying really, really, really hard to make more and more and more money, right? Because um, mm -hmm. you're trying to onboard as many clients as humanly possible in whatever span of time. And then what happens is, okay, now you have 20 clients instead of 10. And you only have um, the workforce for 15 right? And so you're way overworking everybody. You've completely forgot about people. Or, um, you know, you paid for Zapier and you use Zapier for all of your clients, let's say, right? Um, you That's what you do. You build Zaps, okay? Uh, and, you know, you're paying for Zapier, but you're, you're 
processes your process is this and all of a sudden um now zappers are overloaded and you don't have an, enough zap space right where you can utilize it so you know and then that at that point you've you've forgotten about process right you, you have enough zap space for 18 clients and now you're at 20 and it's like not working um and so that's that's kind of usually that's usually what happens um, when you are in the scale phase is you're looking to build one one side of one one of the thirds um, in your business and you forget about the other ones um, and then it comes back to bite you right because if you are overworking everybody you know they're going to start getting irritated they're going to be like you need to pay us more or whatever and you're going to be like uh oh and it's going to hit you in the face eventually because someone's going to quit or something like that right. Um, so that's what those three P's mean and kind of how they, they relate to business and, and whether you're scaling or sustaining. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. So you need all three in order um, to like be in line in order for your business to actually work out. And mm -hmm. now, and you're talking about this because on your business, um, this is what you do on the day. Um, this is what you do. And, yeah. be, and that's just, Man, I, li I love the system. I love the everything that you do. Because, well, because I like it because you're actually successful at it. And, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, when it comes to success, you have those system in line. So, and, and so, yeah. again, I love talking to you, Jocelyn, but we are at the end of our show. And sorry about my son, too. And then yeah. he wanted to get something. I was like, oh, I don't, I've never done, um, never actually got into, I should have removed the video or well, myself. But anyways, well, oh, again, that's, a, another, no, that's another system. You know what? That's part of being an entrepreneur, especially if you're working at home. You, you get those fun <laughs> things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually do. And I, I can mm -hmm. because um, I do this like at 5.30 in the morning so that everybody was asleep because um, I have three mm -hmm. kids. And like yeah. one of them is awake and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but you have to stay over <laughs> Why there. Why are you awake? Go to bed. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, thank you for co coming on to the show. Thank you for giving us so much value. Thank you for teaching us. Um, you know, your processes and system and how mm -hmm. you do things and especially with the team that that's very important to me. Um, Jocelyn, how can we find you and where can we find you? Yeah. So if you are looking for more help on the marketing side, um, we actually have a uh, freebie about how to build your credibility with a blog um, at the digitalmarket.co. It's under resources. It's the only one mm -hmm. there. And then if you are looking for actual coaching help, you can find me at jocelynjcopac.com. I have a few freebies on there, but also I have one-on-one -on -one coaching and of course the business readiness program. If you're feeling like, hey, yeah, I do wanna, I do wanna work on those three Ps and it's time. It's time for me to to be a little less overwhelmed and, and really be more in alignment. I'm there for you. Of course, though, you can always shoot me a message, um, a DM on Facebook or Instagram, either one. Uh, you'll find me at Jocelyn Jacobeck. I'm the only one in my name, so it really makes it super easy. Like, I don't have to, like, give you some really weird, like, <laughs> at tag because uh, um, I'm the only one with my name. So, uh, so yeah, you can find me. Shoot me a message. I'm more than happy to be your support system and answer any questions you have um, as you as you build your business. Because it's like, that's, to me, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay guys so the um just follow her connect with her on facebook and go visit jocelyn jcopac.com slash coaching you'll see a bunch of freebie on her website and you know you can even book a time with her and that's actually free too and you know mm -hmm. 
that. <laughs> so, guys, yeah. um, that's it from us, and and uh, we'll see you later. Thank you so much. Thank you.